Long ago in a galaxy not so far away, a podcast was born to explore all facets of the phenomenon that is Star Wars. Join your host, John Tolley, as he and his panel explore the stars here on War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. We're coming to you tonight, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eye of the Galactic Empire. And tonight, Joe and I are flying solo. Our fearless captain is off on a mission all his own, trying to earn some extra credits, but that's alright, because Joe and I, we've been doing some research and some delving, and tonight we're going to bring you more of a newscast if you will of star wars what do you think about that joe i think that is a wonderful idea who came up with that uh you know i i think it might have been you actually (laughs) oh of course it's from the empire right right (laughs) (laughs) and you know we're we're gonna do our best um to make sure that this isn't uh imperial propaganda but we we make no promises it's propaganda it's information <laughs> yeah selective, sharing of information selective information but uh yeah no, but we, no, selective is the rebels they only point out the bad things <laughs> <laughs> and uh before we started recording we did kind of come up with a few things that really caught our eye that we want to talk about and you know we're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants on this one so we hope you enjoy, and if you have more information to put in on the topic, please send us an email, send us, you know, a nasty gram, you know, a- any kind of feedback. Just let us know. You can check us out on the Facebook page, or you can uh, send send it to our email. Now, unfortunately, you're going to have to wait to the end for those because uh, our, our fearless captain is going to have to get that info to you. But until then... Let's begin. Where should well, we and start? If you, and if you like this format or have other information you want us to check on, uh, see if we can verify it with some of the people we know, go ahead and email that to us as well. Right. Absolutely. Which, as anybody who heard of any of our previous stuff from way back in the the history of our show... Uh, a, Joe, a long time ago in a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. Right, right. <laughs> Joe and I had the pleasure of speaking with C. Andrew Nelson, and, you know, Joe's got some pretty good connections. I think that we'd be able to actually, I don't want to promise, but we could probably get some verification on things. So, like Joe said, if you, if you have questions and things like that, let us know. Yeah, rumors, Facebook stuff, whatever. Uh, send us that info and we will see what we can find out. Or if it's uh, something you want us to do as a subject one night, we could probably work that into a new, this new format if we could decide to stick around and maybe do it once a month. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so where do you think we should start, Joe? I am real interested in this, uh, this the new Star Wars Project Luminous centered on the High Republic era. Yes. <laughs> I think this is, it, it sounds amazing. Uh, I mean, what what are you what are your thoughts on it? Did you get to go through the articles real close? And... Um, so I didn't get to watch the video um, that came out for it. I believe it was something that you had shared on our uh, Facebook page. Uh, but I've I've done a little bit of reading on it, and you know, it, from what I am gleaning right off the bat, 
is that it it's going to be more expanded universe stuff, um, and they're going to be using books and comics to tell this story. Um, this the if anybody doesn't know, it's centered way back, like two hundred years before Episode One. So we're talking right. old not Republic. the fall of the Republic. We're talking the High Republic at its right. at its peak. Right when it was you know all silver and gold, and the Jedi were who we heard the stories about when we were watching the movies because you know when we, when I watch the movies I hear them telling the tales about how great the let's face it episode 4 you know um Obi-Wan's telling Luke about the Jedi and he's making them seem so great and so awesome but the only Jedi we ever see is Obi-Wan and Yoda right i mean and that leaves us kind of wanting right so then you go back and you see Episode one and two, and they're kind of thrust into that militant position where they're trying to protect the galaxy. And that's not really what the Jedi were about. Right. They're too embroiled in the politics and um, actually just kind of cocky, in my opinion. Absolutely. Uh, you know, so it, you know, by the, by the fall of the Republic, a lot of it, I think, is the Jedi's fault. Mm-hmm. They lost sight of what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah, I absolutely. Which was just protecting not fighting for, not, not being in there who votes when and, mm-hmm. you know, just carry out the will of the Republic of the, the Senate. Right. Honestly, for me, if it weren't for the clone wars, kind of like elaborating on everything, just from what I saw in the movies, I really didn't like the, the Jedi. I was kind of glad when their reign quote unquote came to an end. Because they were, like you said, they were kind of cocky. They were very embroiled in their own hubris. And I, I was kind of glad to see them take a hit. Yeah, I mean, and what really gets me is they even say, you know, we're, we're here to protect. Not, we're not an army. And then in the very next episode, who's leading all the army troops? Right. <laughs> oh, we I guess we are an army after all. <laughs> yeah, ooh, look at us. And and not only that, they and they kind of talk about this a little bit um elsewhere. Uh I don't want to accidentally give away any spoilers or or anything like that, but as many people may know in Star Wars news, um the season 7 of Clone Wars is now coming out on Disney Plus. And um so when you think about what happened, the Jedi didn't, they weren't like a normal military where you, you come in as, as the lowest rank possible as a, you know, E1 or O1 and then work your way up. These guys, oh, you're Jedi? Pfft, general. Yeah. And they had no idea what they were doing. Yeah, they hadn't led, you know, mass troops in combat before. Right. Uh, well, they shouldn't have. Um <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> and and it that that is blatantly proven if you if you really cut back the layers of the onion when watching like the clone wars or anything like that you really do see it that the jedi are terrible at leading large groups like that and scads and scads of clones were just cut down which makes you think maybe that was palpatine's choice Right, which it probably absolutely was. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, the troops get cut down every once in a while, so will one of those Jedi. <laughs> right, and and it also put them in a bad light. I mean, how many times do leaders get blamed for, 
you know, bad decisions. It happens all the time. Right. I mean, they allowed the, the, the Trade Federation and that, that alliance to actually make it into Coruscant orbit. Right. So right. take that. Yeah, that's not, not a good thing to do, General. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we're kind of we kind of straight, straight, straight off. But... High Republic. Um, <laughs> the nice thing I did see is that, you know, they are not saying we won't see a beloved Star Wars character in it. Um, there is a shot because Yoda is 900 years old. Right. So he would have been a Jedi Master during the High Republic. Exactly. Yeah, maybe we'll see like a teenage Yoda. Yeah, yeah he's only 500 years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Still floating around in an egg. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Everybody forgets that. Like But I mean when we when we're talking about the the High Republic, uh I'm reminded of the um, Star Wars: The Old Republic. It was the MMO that came out. Um, I think it's still floating around. Actually, uh, it was one of my favorite games because the Jedi. Yeah, you were. They were still fighting the Sith, and there there was a lot going on with different villainous things. You know, they still had to do that part, but they weren't waging these huge combats and and massive battles. Um, they were more about being scholars and learning the way of the light. They, they were more like samurai, in my opinion. Yeah, judges. Uh, they could be called upon to uh, settle disputes if they, you know, somebody saw, oh, hey, Jedi, you tell us what we should do. Yeah, yeah. Like, even negotiators or diplomats, I feel like they were better suited for. Right. Especially during this time period. Right. When it's the High Republic, it, and that kind of gives you an idea of what a protector would be, the protectors of the. Uh, also, you have to take into account it doesn't encompass the same amount of space that the Empire ends up encompassing. Mm-hmm. Right. So, in the High Republic, they they're talking about there's going to be a frontier um, that we will get to read about and see, and, and they'll play with in the universe. Yeah. And for what I what I'm reading, it, it's saying that they're going to be comparable to the Knights of the Round Table, and you know that was a particularly amazing story when we talk about King Arthur. Um, but it also says they'll face off against new villains, um, which are the Nil, and they're described as invading space Vikings, which can be kind of fun. <laughs> I I feel like it could be, yeah. <laughs> So I am really looking forward to that happening. Yeah, um, yeah. I like the fact, though, that they are really looking to cast and, and do stuff well before uh, our Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Give us some fresh, new perspective. Let us see what's been going on out, you know, the whole what led to the fall of the Republic and the Empire and all of that. Uh, why they weren't able to maintain this this great union they had built. Yeah, exactly. And the, you know, that's I think part of it too because we see throughout the history of the Jedi that I mean even from the beginning there's some that just can't seem to go with the flow as it were and they want to branch out and th- like that's how the Sith were formed in the first place. You know, they so I think we're going to see some of that but um Well, that- and and if you read, you know, it's they're talking that uh, the way the Jedi were, you know, portrayed 
in uh, th the current stuff, the films and everything we have. They were heroes and legends. And that, that really originally wasn't Lucas's idea. And they want to go back to what it was. They were the show. They were painfully flawed is the quote. Right. <laughs> and they don't want to fall into the trap of them being perfect. But this will be, you know, the Jedi Order at its height. And that they uh, there's also the chance that comics and novels may now jump to the big screen. Which would be really cool to see, honestly. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, that was one of my pet peeves with the newer ones. I mean, they were still, they were great to watch and everything, but they it didn't feel like they used enough of the existing EU. They said, no, we're not doing any of that. Right. I mean, and so much, it was so rich and it had built on everything from the original trilogy. And then they worked in uh, episodes one, two, and three. Uh, and it was a shame that, you know, Disney got it and said, nope, we don't like any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like it. We're wiping it. Starting over. Yeah, it doesn't count. Uh, and then we slowly <laughs> started to see that, well, you know what? Uh, that Thrawn guy was a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and maybe we like this Mara Jade chick a little. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and we slowly started to see Disney come around and going, okay, maybe we made a mistake. You know, we're not going to say it's not canon. We're just going to call it the legends now. Yeah. <laughs> we're... We're just going to gloss over our mistake. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's start, you know, maybe stealing some of it. <laughs> I like it. But yeah, I, so it's looking like you can start seeing the High Republic stuff in August. Um, looks like that's when we're looking at uh, release dates for things of that. Um, so that's cool. I'm definitely excited for that. I, I want to check yeah. that out. I, really... I got to get that books or comics i will be there right i mean i really liked the jedi of that era i didn't so much care for the newer versions of jedi i really liked that like you said the the um legends and heroes that they once were i i always liked that so this will be cool yeah this will be totally different okay Hopefully. so how about that news that uh they've got a working name for kenobi yeah, yeah, you had uh, you had spoke of that, and I actually haven't seen that yet. So when you tell me, it's actually going to be a complete surprise, and I'm excited to talk about it. Well, let's see if you're going to like it or not. I was a little taken aback. They're calling it Pilgrim. Um, just just like I don't know if it's going to be <laughs> Kenobi Pilgrim or Star. How, how they're going to work that in, but. Star Wars, the Kenobi story, Pilgrim? Uh, I, huh. Uh, okay. I was expecting something a little bit more. Yeah. According to Production Weekly, the title for the show is Pilgrim. Wow. Which okay. is, and they're saying a fitting story, fitting since the story is likely to be the solitary journey for Kenobi as the remaining Jedi are hunted. Yeah, except the Pilgrims came over like. Well, yeah, there's that Pilgrims, but. They, they came over alone. Um, but like if you take a pilgrimage. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, to, a, to holy sites or whatever, uh, or you don't want to be noticed if you know you're in the wrong place on a pilgrimage. Um, okay. All so right. When you put about, it yeah. that way, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So him hunt, him saying a low profile while the remaining Jedi are hunted down. Okay. All right. I can buy off on that then. 
yeah, so I just hope it's like Kenobi Pilgrim or something. Yeah, um, yeah. Just just to give it a little more feel there. Um, McGregor's really excited. Uh, I have seen that. I've seen numerous uh, articles and uh, tweets and things like that saying that he is pretty excited for the show. Oh, yeah, he was on Good Morning America, and uh, they're in pre-production, and they'll start shooting early next year, and uh, he's just he's pumped. Which is so great because, you know, the Obi-Wan we said, we, we seen um, in episode four, you know, you're like, oh, okay, this guy's just a, a crazy old sand nomad. And then you kind of get that little glimpse that this guy is more than he ever led on to be. Right. And then he gets cut down and you're like, well, wait, I wanted to know more about that. And then yeah, we took, <laughs> that was disappointing. Yeah. And then we, uh, he's a badass, but he dies right away. Wait, right. And then you see episode one, two, three, they build on him and you're like, Oh my gosh, Obi-Wan's actually really awesome. He's, yeah. uh, you know, one of the best saberists in the De- Jedi order. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, he finished off Darth Maul. Come on. Yeah, exactly. And as a, just... as a, as a Padawan. Yeah. People forget that he was still a Padawan when he took out Darth Maul. Yeah. And, and if you recall, uh, wasn't it, um, oh man, was it Windu or was it Yoda that said, you know, this is the first time they've seen the Sith in a thousand years or something like that. Right. And here's Obi-Wan like, nah, I'm just going to cut this dude in half. Yeah, Sith, what? You guys were worried about these? <laughs> right? Like, oh, <laughs> these ain't nothing. I cut those in half all the time. Yeah. Should have killed him though. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Which is another whole story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Coming out of... But I wonder how they're going to play that. Oh, I uh, really the, hope they do. Yeah, the only news that I did not like in this article about the new show, Jar Jar showing up. Oh, no. Yep. Yeah, I forgot he was still around after all that. Yeah, evidently Kenobi's going to, you know, seek him out or run into him or something. And Which, I'm just, ugh. You would think the, the the Emperor would have had Jar Jar offed. Oh, I don't know. He owed him the whole thing. If Jar Jar hadn't called for that uh, vote of no confidence. Yeah, but I mean, the Emperor, he did that on purpose. He knew that Jar Jar would fall for it. Yeah, well, he probably was, you know, stayed in the Senate. And, and when it was dissolved, went home. That's true. That's very true. So as far as the Obi-Wan show in general, what what do you think this is going to be about? Because obviously we know that Obi-Wan took Luke to Uncle Owen, and that's where he stayed to look over, like to watch over Luke. But what do you think this the story is going to be about in, in your, best, uh, your best guess? Well, I mean, the rumors out there are varied. Uh, there's the, you know, the one where he supposedly is just sitting in his hut on uh, Tatooine reminiscing. And that's what each episode is. Oh. Old Kenobi having tea and reminiscing and the stuff happening in his head. Uh, I don't, I hope that's not it. It would, to me, it would seem more, make more sense if he's still trying to undermine the Empire somewhat uh, while, while keeping a low profile and leaves Tatooine and then returns to check on Luke over the years. Hmm. Okay. I think that would give them a lot, lot more latitude. Yeah, actually, 
Yeah, if he left every now and again, but still came back. Right. Because, hmm. uh, I mean, when Luke's little, little, he's not really got much to watch. Yeah, this is true. This is very true. But then again, also, I mean, we don't know for sure if Tatooine was like a super desolate planet because it seemed like um, in episode four, you know, Obi-Wan had an extensive knowledge of the Sand People. And I don't know where that knowledge would have come from except for studying, but who would (laughs) study about the Sand People, you know? Well, you know, it's it's been a few years, so he did spend quite a bit of years there. Right, uh, and that's what I'm wondering. Are we going to see more... Oh, yeah, they're sand people. Uh, they live in these huts, and the women are here, and the children are kept over there. <laughs> and you can hack them all down with a lightsaber. Yeah, you can just chop them right up like butter. <laughs> yeah, they, they're, they're not real good. They have these sticks they come at you with. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm just wondering if, if it's going to be, if they're going to try and change the, the perception of some of the quote-unquote denizens of Tatooine. Like, maybe the Sand People actually aren't as bad as they were made out to be, and Obi-Wan actually learns from them in a peaceful way. Could be. Could be. I mean, it didn't seem like a real friendly relationship. Well, Uh, he didn't, like, go and try and kill them. He just scared them away. Right. That they're easily startled. Um, So, I mean... the sound of a crate dragon, which you find out by reading the book Star Wars, the original novel... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just saying <laughs> just saying that's that's what that turned out to be um, um yeah it's they could go so many directions with kenobi uh, and i'm just afraid that they're going to go too much into bringing stuff from the past from yeah. from the first three movies uh and my concern there is if he's hiding really getting involved with people you knew during that era would be a mistake this is true this is very true. I'm hoping that we see some new characters, some new faces, and which, you know, obviously we will, but I just, I hope that they aren't just there to pander. Right. Like, I hope that they actually make this into a story because I feel like Obi-Wan deserves that. Yeah, that's what we've all hoped. And like you said, it was just the first three films, uh, one, two, and three started really showing the richness of that character. Right. That we wanted in episode four. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He was so sassy. <laughs> yeah. Hello so there. So sassy. And he was all, uh, I'm a badass, and I know I'm a badass, but I'm going to suicide. Right. Yeah. So I could come back as a force ghost. Now, granted, that's not a bad thing, because we find out force ghosts can do a whole lot more than a ghost normally can. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm going to burn the tree down with all the books in it, said Yoda. Um, so they could still manipulate the force even from, you know, their spiritual side. Yeah, exactly. Hey, what are your thoughts on that? That that would be something. Uh, are we going to get, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Qui-Gon show up as a force ghost. You know, that, honestly, I hadn't really considered that until you brought it up. But yeah, I, I think we are going to see that, actually. I, I would think they'd have to bring in Qui-Gon as the force ghost. Maybe that's what keeps him from being a crazy old man out in the desert. Yeah, I mean, he might actually be able to continue his studies in that way. 
Right, because Yoda in, is alive, so we're not going to force ghost Yoda. Uh, Anakin's alive, so you can't you know do that. Mm-hmm. So who, who the only one who could, was going to teach him this new technique was Qui Gon. Right, right. Which we kind of saw in um, Rise of Skywalker that you know Mace and Yoda and like all the other Jedi were able to speak to Rey. So I wonder if like they might reach out to Obi Wan as well. Mm-hmm. But maybe, maybe not. I, I think that it would probably be more like a cameo thing. Right. It would have to be a cameo thing. Um, uh, you know, Mace Windu, one episode where, where he comes along. But I think if they wanted to, they could very easily put Qui-Gon in there more as a regular. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think they could. And I mean, that, especially that was with... a direct master to, to, to Padawan relationship. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And he, from everything that I've read, Qui-Gon knew so much more than he led on or that the movies led on, I guess I should say, because I've read things that were saying that, um, Qui-Gon was like the last of the Jedi who believed in the true old ways that it's okay to deal with both sides as long as you be mindful of the force. Yeah. And there was, there was another article I read um, that talked about how Qui-Gon didn't agree with the way the Jedi were becoming generals and leaders and all of that, that that wasn't their role. And that's why they were always like, ah, Qui-Gon, you go on missions and maybe you'll get taken care of this time. Right. But who knows? Who knows? I who knows what that, they're going to pull. Yeah. I, I just really, my, you know, I'll reiterate my super heart and soul goal is to see Obi-Wan bridge that gap from who we saw killing Anakin and well, not kill. He thought he killed him. We all know that that's not entirely true. Um, but we get to see where he goes from that to hermit that catches up with Luke. Cause even that has to be hard. He's looking after the son of his fallen Padawan. Well, fallen friend, brother at that point. Right. That he, chop down like we can't dismiss that (laughs) but you got you got to leave that out Um, (laughs) out out there not out out but out there uh well i mean he warned him he had the high ground he tried to tell him (laughs) i've got the high ground um (laughs) others will have the high ground later on but it doesn't really matter then right 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 this is this is i'm better than you (laughs) (laughs) this is strictly for the plot right now right now Uh, (laughs) yeah even though he pretty much pulled the exact maneuver on darth maul mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah whoa whoa you just leapt over the dude he should have sliced all your arms and legs off (laughs) (laughs) it's just a a flesh wound (laughs) yeah yeah i can still bite you we'll just we'll leave that part out (laughs) get away here i'll bite your leg um oh so yeah, uh, that kind of brings it back around. Um, so Obi Wan, uh, Pilgrim, possibly going to be called Pilgrim, possibly Pilgrim. Um, you know, I I honestly, the more we kind of talked about it, and and I kind of had it mulling over in the back of my mind, I think that that name's not awful. It it could have been far worse. 
Oh, yeah. Um, Could have been way, way far worse. <laughs> like Obi-Wan, space pilgrim. <laughs> o- Obi-Wan, space nomad. Like, I, I don't know. But hermitage. <laughs> <laughs> the hermitage. Oh. Man, maybe they should have hired us to name it. <laughs> well yeah yeah Quixote in the desert there you go that's it that's it. it that's it we gotta write we gotta write to disney a now. star wars story <laughs> <laughs> crazy old space nomad oh but yeah i i think obi-wan's gonna be good and i'm excited for that just like i'm excited for the um high republic i think that's gonna be good um kind of moving on to the next order of business that I was reading about that I I'm super excited for season two of the Mandalorian. Um, and surprisingly I'm not excited about it for the same reason as everybody else, which is that, you know, little green creature in the corner. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy a good baby Yoda. Um, but I'm excited to see the Mandalorian come back because I love their armor. <laughs> Why aren't you part of the group then? The, I, you know, if I could afford it, <laughs> I would. I would totally get myself some Mandalorian armor. You would be a Mandalorian Burke. I absolutely would, one hundred percent. Where they left off with uh, the the dark saber being presented and everything, just. I'm so ready for season two. Yep. And unfortunately, I missed the last part, the last couple episodes. Oh, you still haven't watched them yet, huh? No, no, no. Oh. Uh, well, been busy, busy. Uh, so That's fair. That's fair. You, you've you had a lot going on, so, so I, I definitely... It slows understand. me down sometimes on my television watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, well... What other kind of rumors have you seen floating around that we might talk about? Um, let's see. What what what's going on with uh, your your favorite stuff? The uh, the cartoonish. <laughs> the the cartoonish. <laughs> yes. um, well, like uh, I was saying before, um, uh, episode one of season seven of the Clone Wars got released and. You know, like I said, I don't want to give away any spoilers or anything like that, uh, but it was really, really, really good. Um, they kind of broke away from the norm a little bit, in my opinion, because the first episode, they showed that it wasn't 100% all about the clones. Um, there was there was more going on than we we really thought about. And of course, this is probably along the lines of a director or a producer or a writer somewhere saying, Hey, you know, it would be really cool, but I, I still really liked it. Um, so you just, you got to check it out so I can talk about it. Not just, mm. not just you, but everybody in general. Um, I really like where they're going with this. And I'm almost kind of sad that this is the final season. Like they, they pretty much have it right there <laughs> in the title that this is the final season. So that's kind of saddening to me. Wow. Uh, have they given a reason why? Are they just out of storyline or? I haven't seen anything to that effect. Um, if I had to take a guess, it was 
the only reason they're doing this was because the fans basically banded together and said, we want closure. And they listened. <coughs> wow. A studio listened? <laughs> yeah. You almost killed me with that one. Um, of course, any of your advice you folks have for my studio regarding any of our upcoming projects, please feel free to send it and I will listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it from from what I am gathering on a really quick surface level Google search here, um, it, it pretty much looks like this is where they're just trying to wrap up all the loose ends, um, kind of expand on Ahsoka's story with uh, Fulcrum and all of that. And I, I just think they're trying to bring it to a more natural closure. Um, and <clears throat> with the way they started off this season, I can say mm -hmm. they better knock it off. Because if they intend to finish it this season and they keep up this level of storytelling, they're going to have a hard time because the fans are going to lose their minds. They're going to be like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, we changed our mind. We yeah. don't want closure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you need, to, you need to bring it back. You left us with more questions. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you get to see... Um, oh, you start off with uh, uh, Captain Rex and kind of follow along with him and... That was really nice. It was a good way to bring things right off the bat. You're like, oh, okay, this is this is familiar. This is this is what I want. This is comforting, and it actually catches your attention right off the bat. So that's always a handy thing. Yeah, and I mean, the voice acting in it is very good too, which is something that I'm a huge fan of, as you know, anybody who follows along knows. So, but no, you. <laughs> but what's what's been what's been good in the neighborhood with uh joe uh well you know what though uh, before we go there i uh thought of another thing we can talk about rumor wise maybe coming out Ooh, okay rogue one the, the the prequel for rogue one with cassie and andor oh i'd forgotten about that one uh when evidently cat uh diego luna has confirmed on et that they will begin filming this year oh yes 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 and, yes and it's a series that's that i again quick surface level google search that's what i see too and you know with what they've been doing with the mandalorian um i feel like they practiced a little bit with clone wars but more so with the mandalorian I, I really think this might be really good. Oh, I mean, I wanted more of Rogue One the minute it ended. Uh, and and then, of course, I would love to see Rogue One continue with the new Rogue One group that happened in uh, Episode 5. Yes. Um, yes. You know, uh, Wedge's rogues, basically. Right. That, uh, that would be really cool. Uh, and I would love to see him return especially since they did get him to do the cameo uh, here in The Last Jedi and get Wedge back as well and do another show. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the prequel as a series, uh, especially with Cassian not being as nice as, say, the rest of the Rebellion Alliance was. Right. 
Well, more of a at all cost kind of guy. <laughs> right. And and from what I'm reading right here, um it's saying that they're going to have uh K2SO in there, which is awesome cuz I love that droid. Yeah. And and mainly because he was voiced by Alan Tudyk, but still <laughs> still his attitude was just amazing. Take that droid to me. for a wash. Um <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Ah, you got what I did there. Okay. Hopefully the audience did too. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, it it seems like this is going to be a really good show, actually. And we kind of discussed that um, back when we did the Jin Urso um, show a little bit ago, that there were some fighters in the Rebellion that... They didn't play by the traditional rules. They were out to win, no matter mm-hmm. the cost. Exactly. And one of those would have been, quote, her guardian, Jin's guardian. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another good series that we could see. His rebellion. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like I feel like it. Guerrilla tactics would be a huge thing. Right. Refusing to work with the alliance because they've got too many principles. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, that's I, kind of the feeling i got from him <laughs> i feel like they're this intermediate step between the empire and the rebels they're yeah. like this this gray area <laughs> and there's a few groups in there that are fighting and uh, it's pretty nasty <laughs> i i you, you hit you hit good people well you know that's what happens yeah, yeah it happens sometimes but there were civilians know? in that in that courtyard when you opened fire well, casualties are expected you know, kind of an attitude you don't yeah collateral I mean, damage you don't start a war without expecting casualties i mean yeah. i killed 14 stormtroopers only three civilians yeah exactly i mean considering the odds i mean <laughs> definitely a lot of the attitude <laughs> yeah and you know that to them that was perfectly acceptable like it was you know, a, um, I can't even think of the terminology for it, but for, in their mindset, this was an acceptable loss. Right. Like there was, ends justified. Yeah, exactly. There you go. It, it, to them, it was justified. Like, oh yeah. Like you just said, I killed 14 stormtroopers. It wasn't my fault that those three civilians got in the way. Yeah. They shouldn't have been there. Right. Why were they around all those stormtroopers anyway? They must have been in league with them. I feel yep. like that may not always be the thought process, but <laughs> might be it once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that person's talking to a stormtrooper. They must be buddy buddy. Boom. So, so how's our time? Um, you know, we are about eighteen minutes from the hour, actually. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, we we managed to really get into some news here. <laughs> Um, which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's so much out there to it, talk. It's hard about. to decide what to discuss. Yeah. And, um, and when you're on a, a limited budget, like we are, as far as time, uh, this is where, this is where fans really can shine because there's some things that we could probably talk the whole hour about. And then there's other times that maybe we can only talk for 15, 20 minutes about it. But if you send it in to us, 
we could do it as an extra as Mark has been doing lately. Um, you know, episodes like this where Joe and I can sit down and just blather on about quote unquote news related things. Um, so definitely, you know, listener interaction is huge and we welcome it. Yeah. And share us with your friends, please. Oh, absolutely. Uh, help us get the follows up on every platform that we appear on. Um, it would help us immensely. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's just it. Word of mouth is huge. If you like what you're hearing, go, go tell the people you work with, go tell a family member. I mean, put it on your Facebook. If join our page and if you like something that came out, just click share. I mean, that's the easiest way to do it right there. Click like and share. And if you open the video, don't forget to click follow. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> well, and that like button again, too. Um, <laughs> that would those be handy. Are, those are always super welcome. And, um, you know, I'm sure Mark will reiterate it, but definitely remember, um, if you really, really like what you hear, which we hope that you do, and you want to help us out and, and support us, we're, we have a uh, Patreon that we're working on getting exclusive content. Um, we don't have anything up just yet, so... Hold on to, you know, whatever you can, because once we start putting stuff in there, it's going to be go time. Exactly. And, and you know, maybe special interviews we're able to pull off or I'm able to pull off one day at a convention or Ray gets on his show, The Leo Effects. We, you know, something like that may end up being over on that that Patreon for you guys to come check out. Yeah, exactly right. And. It's because of fans that we do all this. If we didn't have fans that were willing to listen to it, we wouldn't do it. What's the point in that? You know, it's no fun to just talk to nothing. You know, we like talking to you guys. We like getting this news to you and getting your feedback. So definitely, definitely interact. Have fun. You can you can get shout outs. Like we can throw your name out there and give you props for giving us an awesome question or content. And you know what? Somebody out there needs to open up restaurants near where each of us live, me out in California, Ray back east, uh, like this one that I'm just seeing opened up in uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin, the Cheesesteak Rebellion, (laughs) a Star Wars-themed restaurant. That's great. I think think (laughs) I'm going to have to head there. Oh, yeah, you're close enough to get there, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You. <laughs> I could probably get over there and put that up as a uh, as a patron. <laughs> yeah. Authentic cheesecakes, burger or cheese steaks, butter burgers, and homemade soups. Wow! Yeah, I'm gonna have to plan a trip. That and if you come back and say it's like the best burger or, or Philly cheese you ever had, I guess I'm gonna have to plan a long trip. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Well, we'll be meeting there. <laughs> I guess as we're winding down, uh, I'll ask you first, Joe, where can the listeners find more of you? Where can they follow along? Uh, you can find me on Facebook under Joe Cahill, Director, Producer, or Steamhouse Entertainment. And you can find us under Steamhouse Entertainment on Instagram or, or uh, YouTube. Uh, and over as Coffee Steampunk on Twitter. Please go check out our page, uh, The Last Battleship. It is our feature film that we are just finishing off the script for. Um, it will be a science fiction 
thriller slash a little bit of horror in there in the genre of uh, a good space opera with some alien type attitude thrown into it for the horror. Uh, so, uh, you know, and you can always reach us at, at uh, Steamhouse Entertainment at gmail.com as well. How about you, Ray? Nice. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and uh, as for me, yeah, um, uh, you can always find me here, obviously. Um, but uh, I'm I always also... forget that part. You can always find me here as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, every once in a while we're we're on and off. So I guess I can't say always, but for the most part, you can find me here. Um, you can definitely find me on um, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram under the Leo effects where I do my uh, interviews. Um, so definitely check those out on anchor as well. Um, and then on Tuesday nights, I do a lovely little show called uh, shattered dungeons and it's like a RPG game. I do some very amateur voice acting um, and I play a cannibal, so that's always fun. Uh, <laughs> on that, you need to get me on that because <laughs> nobody else is gaming anymore. Oh well, there you go. Let me, we we what... never we never got it up with with our other group back yeah. after you left. Well, look, we'll we'll definitely explore. Well, David, that. I went on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll explore that. We're getting ready to. Um, we're wrapping up on what what they call arc which is basically season one and we're going to be starting up arc two uh, with new characters and things like that so maybe just maybe i can get you in yeah he seemed to enjoy it when we did play together so yeah exactly Um, and then we we did do a show with them not long ago uh uh War of the Star show, right? Yeah yep we absolutely did um the the go check out shattered shattered dawn yeah, uh, the game itself is called uh, Shattered Dawn. The The game group is Shattered Dungeons. Um, but if you want to follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and all that, you're going to want to look up Shattered Tabletop Gaming. Um, they're out of Jacksonville, Florida. Those guys are really cool. So definitely go look up them up as well. Um, but yeah, that, that's about all I have for tonight. How about you, Joe? Yeah, I think that is it. It's been great talking to all of you tonight. And I will give you my ending, which is Long Live the Empire. <laughs> I like to imagine you put your fist over your heart when you do that. Oh, I do. <laughs> and as for me, you know, I'm just going to do my best to fill in for the captain and say thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. It's really been fun tonight. I've had a blast, and I hope you have too. And remember, this isn't just your Star Wars. This isn't just my Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. We'll see you all next time.